Hey everybody, welcome to the Christian AF Podcast. Evan here. Today is a Bible break down where we are talking about Job. What does it mean to suffer? How do we suffer? Does God allow suffering? Oh my goodness. And what does that mean about God? Well, sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast, grab a drink, crack it open, and uh, listen to us bloviate about Job. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. The stories that are cut out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they don't need to know. We're oh, You're right. here. And today we're going to talk about a different kind of story. See what I oh, did there? Oh, what day well, is, is it? it that mu- this is that kind of... It's not that different. <laughs> the story you just told. I mean... <laughs> true. Okay, yeah. well... It's some of the worst of the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, today's a fifth week. It's a Bible. I was going to say Friday. It's not even... Tuesday. Tuesday. Bible breakdown. Bible breakdown day, guys. Welcome to the Bible breakdown. Mm-hmm. This is where we pick a topic or Do you think they don't understand what It's a book of the Bible. Means? It's not a topic. We just talk about a book of the Bible as fast as possible. As fast as possible. Let's get this done. And go. So there's no we, time. So we've limit. done what? We've done Jonah. Yes. We've done Ruth. Ruth. That's, That's it. it. Now it's time for Job. 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 Is that the guy in the show? Job, Job. <laughs> Arrested Development. No, is, you should. Uh, Isn't that his name? Is his name Job? Which one? I was the thinking brother. Rob, blah blah, whatever. Or Bob, blah blah. That's lawyer. That's lawyer. The brother Job. is Job. Yeah. Is it Job? Which brother? The one that's a magician or tries to be a magician oh, oh, at one yeah. point. Same. That's right. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> uh, speaking of, if you're listening, uh, Buster, <laughs> come yeah, on the I'm podcast. Sure, he is. Well, I mean, uh, he could be. Buster Blues. Have we reached out to him yet? I don't think so. I don't know how to contact celebs. You do. You just Google and you just type it you <laughs> stalk them until they ask. They you have not a, to. They have a people. Uh, they have yeah. people. I we went to the same. We went to the same college. So get it. Maybe. Like, an, do you have a, a alumni page? I should look it up. I, if there's like a Facebook thing. or something yeah. for he's alumni. Like, he's shut it down. So many. He's like. He's, or he's like the admin. Yeah. He's like, nope. <laughs> Just totally in control. Yeah. I like it. So today we're talking about Job. Wait, what are you drinking? Oh. Are you, or are you going to talk uh, about that one next time? Uh, I'll probably talk about the other one next okay. time while I drink this one. But the, uh, I am drinking the resurgence, the resurrection oh. of Nor'easter, of Nor'easter. Mm. Mm. Uh, from from Prairie Street Brewing, they redid it. They, they redid the whole thing. They didn't do it for about good. a year and a half. Yeah, it's been a year and a half since they've had it. That's, it's really it's good, pretty solid. Yeah, IPA. They fixed or a New England IPA. New England IPA. That's uh, probably my favorite kinds of IPA. Mm. It's I miss very them. citrusy and delicious. Mm-hmm. My old lady stomach cannot handle them. Yeah, anymore. get yourself one of those colon cleanses. Yeah, that's what that beer that basically is for. Me. Yeah, it's like, Ew. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> so, wah, 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 wah. But it's delicious. It does Steve, look Steve like a glass of orange juice. Knocked it out of the park. You, you did knock it. It's really good. Um, today, Jen, what are we drinking? You do it. I read the last one. Pay dirt. It's uh, wine. Oddly again. enough, it's a a, a nice wine. Nice ish. I mean, it's not nice. 
No, I mean, sorry if you're listening. Wine makers. Uh, speaking of, do you guys want to go in on like a super expensive Benny's bottle at some point? Yeah, sure. 100%. For the podcast? Yes, I do. Always, what? Always Liquor yes. or? Like in the cage. Wine? Like it depends on what you're... Behind the locked door. Wine. Wine, yeah. What is your opinion of a high price? 20, Before I commit tw- to like this. 20 bucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> a really nice $25 say, It can swing either way, and I don't know what I'm... I think they have, they have one that they only do... So they have like the newer years of it, but they have older years. The newer, the newer year, I can't remember what brand it is. The newer, the newer years are on like the normal rack of yeah. the same cab. Mm-hmm. It's like 150 bucks. The one that's behind the bulletproof glass. I'm assuming it's bulletproof. The, I'm just, <laughs> it's uh, just shooting at the line. Yeah. It's, it's probably uh, just temperature control. It's no? like 500 bucks. So. I'm not into that kind of level. We can try the $150 no, let's just try bottle. Let's just try it. We'll throw it on the church card. That's <laughs> <laughs> not podcast can pay for it. It's paid by the time. Yeah. Uh, okay, but this wine is Peter and uh, going for broke, and it's a California red wine blend, mostly Zin. And we'll get a lot of Zin Primitivo, on the, on the note. Petite Syrah, <laughs> Grenache. It's got a little bit of everything else. Um, Napa region it's pretty good the label is cool and it uh the, it feels nice it's a good feel like, I like a, a matte, matte label. i like a matte feel label. this it's I like, like matte, matte label so it's nice for all you textile people i love to feel matte and well, we got this one locally at a matte feels nice cork keg and <laughs> spirits smooth i don't okay matte, the way not, are, the not way you're fondle the bottle that quite bottle. like that <laughs> so job <laughs> <laughs> We really do so much better when we have guests. We're much better behaved. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. everyone. At least with Craig. Yeah, no. at least with yeah. Craig. Not Next everyone. one should be moderately intact uh, as far as our... <laughs> Go ahead. No, it would have been... So we're talking about Job. Yeah, thank you. And Job is uh, it's one of my favorite books of the Bible. I do love Job. Um, I remember in a... Uh, I think it wasn't in Ventures and Odyssey, but it was... No, it was. It was in Adventures in Odyssey. Hmm. Is that that weird cartoon I never watched? Yeah, yeah it, well, wasn't a a radio, it was show. a radio show. Oh. They turned into a cartoon. Okay, but we had like the tape, like the they came in like a V, like you remember those plastic VHS things, yeah. but it was full of tapes. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. And one of them was Job, and it was basically like a cartoon version of Job. And ever since then, I've loved this book. Mm. I love the idea of like the devil and God just like having a conversation. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I love that idea. The sat, sat Satan. The Satan. Isn't that like some sort of food? Uh, it's like, <laughs> yes, it's like a vegan meat replacement. So the guy's oh. just talking to his food? Gross. It's like, the, it? it's like the soy crumbles you eat. It's like the same thing. This guy, what also soy gross. crumbles? What soy crumbles the, do the I eat? The meat you do with tacos, the fake meat that you eat with that's tacos. That's not soy, that's vegetable protein. It's probably also <laughs> soy. Not soy. Soy is a vegetable. Your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Shut soy is a vegetable. Your mouth. I guarantee it's made from soy. But it doesn't taste like soy. <laughs> I hate soy. Okay. I, we don't eat it often. It, that was like a year ago that we did Just the look at vegetable the protein. Now we do so turkey upset. tacos. Disgusting. Okay. Um, sorry, vegans, but go to hell. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I'm no, joking. just your meat replacements. Yeah, yeah, just your yeah. Don't try to create. Just just eat carrots and like whole tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> don't be like I'm vegan, but I want things diet. to taste like meat. You're turning very orangish red. Uh, <laughs> like that's, that's yeah. my full yeah. diet of you, carrots. I could see really well. In Fell the off the rails quick. Yeah. So Joe, <laughs> um, but I've always loved this book because it, it, it's first of all, it's not a true story. Obviously, 
if you think Job is a true story, I just don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the whole if in your Bible, it is. I have it right here. Uh, right under is, the word Job, it says this is not a true. So st- no, I'm just- a couple of fun facts about Job. One, we don't know who wrote it. Two, it's not a Jewish book, so it's not written by a, a Hebrew person. So it's not. Three, it's the oldest book in the Bible, most likely. Hmm. I don't want to say anything definitively, but uh, it's the oldest book in the Bible. Four, what was it? First one was, <laughs> yeah, the four, uh, it, uh, it's the oldest version or the oldest example of epic poetry that we have in history. So uh, think about your epic poems, your Odyssey and Iliad, your... Uh, Epic of Gilgamesh, your, uh, what's the one with the dragon mom, Beowulf? Yeah. Yeah. So those are all epic poetries. Job predates all of it. And so Job is older than everything. It's a fascinating book um, in in terms of, uh, from a literature perspective, but it's also really fascinating in it, it, it gives us a great picture of our relationship to God. Hmm. Um, and and it gives us, you have to realize, so by saying it's the oldest book, it, I'm not saying that the events happened before, now we've talked about Noah, and now Noah's probably not true, but the like the events of, the, of Genesis 1 through 11, the Genesis through Leviticus probably wasn't written down until the 700s B.C., uh, it was probably it was it was oral tradition, and this was written probably 1500 BC. I would say so. Even predates David. Mm-hmm. It goes way back. So um, David was in the uh, the one thousands. Sorry, I hit my thing. I thought this was door opening. <laughs> uh, David, the 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 stories of Samuel take place in the one thousands of the first, right at the end of the second millennium BC. Um. But we have, uh, but Job is really interesting because it it speaks to. There's this tale that happens with this righteous man, who is a good man, who is a generous man, and he is righteous and he worships God. Um, Ew. sorry, <laughs> and he, uh, but then there's this great little heaven moment where you have uh, God. In his heavenly host, which is very uh, uh, kind of polytheistic in nature, the, it, it it screams like Mount Olympus kind of a stuff uh, with the devil being there, the Satan or the the accuser, uh, and God saying, "See, you know, Job is Job is my guy. He's the thing in this in the Satan or the accuser," um, which I don't know why they don't do that. Like they 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 put the and then mm-hmm. Satan in our English Bible well, rather than translating the, the original word. Greek. They uh, uh be Hebrews. <laughs> Isn't that what you said earlier? I was joking on Sunday. I don't think you were. Yes, I was. <laughs> okay. On Sunday, I was. Uh, I don't remember what we were talking about. It was Easter. Atonement. No. What? Were... <laughs> it doesn't matter now. Preaching, no, like no, it was like after church or before. <laughs> I thought it was talking to you. No, it, it was Tyler. Oh, oh. Was, we were. T- I was talking to Tyler. We made a joke, and it, it's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> everything's fine. Um, <laughs> but the uh, right. So like they translate the 
which is in Greek would be Kai, but they they grand they translate the, but they don't translate Satan, <laughs> which is really weird. I don't know why they do that. It means the accuser, the prosecutor, um, which is where we get the word Satan from. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this prosecutor who's like, surely I will I will prove to you that Job isn't uh, isn't all you think he is. And so God gives license to Satan to uh, take a whole bunch of crap away from Job. Family, land, his wealth, his health. Mm-hmm. He just can't kill him is the rule. Um, just to see if Job will denounce God. Uh, and it's it's a really fascinating book because what happens is uh, is in this book you see kind of these friends. There are three friends who, who are in this book. And these three friends of Job's are basically tell Job, hey, you know, you must be doing something wrong in your life because God blesses those who are righteous and uh, damns those who are not righteous, who are unrighteous. And so Job is like conflicted and all these things like, no, I'm trying to, I'm looking at my life. I do good things. I do all this. Why is my life not going the way it should be? Why is God taking this stuff away from me? And so it's great. But then you get to the end in this beautiful uh, portrait of God at the end where Job is like pissed. Obviously, we would all, we, mm-hmm. and it, it basically, so there's a couple of things you have to realize. One, it's okay to be pissed at God. Mm. And two, God's going to be stern back probably, right? And God's going to, you know, but so Job is like pissed off and all this stuff. And God just kind of says, where were you when I created the universe? Mm-hmm. Where were you when I planted the trees? When I, when I sprung up from the ground, you know, animals and all that, like, where were you when this happened? And that, and it kind of just ends there. There's no answer. Like Job is like, why'd you do this to me? And God just says, well, who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do? Like, who are you to tell me what suffering even is? I created a whole race of people. I created a whole creation, and the whole creation abandoned me. Who are you to tell me what suffering is? You know, mm-hmm. which I think is, yeah. You go through whatever forty-eight chapters or whatever. How many chapters? Is that in this many? Book? Uh, forty-two. Forty-two chapters. Should have read up. <laughs> Should have read the book. <laughs> so you go through forty-two chapters of Job. It's not that much. It's just short chapters. Yeah, uh, but you go through forty-two chapters of Job. In this story, in this heartbreaking story that I think most people can relate to on some level, and you find really the kind of the truth of who God is at the end. And it's, oh, we blame everything on God. But the truth of the matter is, is there's always something greater out there, mm-hmm. right? There's something, there's a reason to this. There's a reason to our own suffering. And our own suffering is not about God's abandonment, but about God's participation in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. That suffering, and this is really just a book of suffering. It's a Job is the the book of suffering, if you will. And we find uh, this beautiful picture of um, God is both. Uh, he is, of course, he quote unquote allows it to happen, but he is also grace filled and merciful. He does not allow Job to die. Um, but a lot of times I think suffering is something that for the Christian, at least it, it's something that is there to draw us closer to him, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. You, you, you think your life is going so great. Are you sure your life is going so great? Think about it hard. Think about mm-hmm. long. 
Um, but yeah, anyhow, this book is, I highly recommend uh, Job. If you want to understand ten suffering. <laughs> 10 out of 10 should read. 10 out of 10 should read. 10, yeah. 10 out of 10 uh, halos. <laughs> but the uh, it was a five point <laughs> system, all right? Yeah, well, this is a ten, uh, ten out of five. Uh, the but it, it is like it's funny because it's a great example of it's not a true story. Um, and this is a really great example when we read the Bible of understanding what this book is to teach us. Mm-hmm. And this book really isn't, even though it is a book about suffering and how we should view suffering in relation to God. But it's more important in terms of how we should view the power of God, Mm. right? How we should view the, like, who God is, and when we are pissed off at him, and one, it's okay to be pissed off at God, and two, it's okay for us to uh, recognize that God God is still with us, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. even amidst our suffering, uh, I love the uh, a story of his name's Gary Hogan, who uh, was the. Did I tell a story on the not party? on here. I, it I, was in our church. group. Oh, at church and that group. Yeah, but Gary Hogan, who was the uh, uh, leader of, uh, he worked for the United Nations. Now he's like the CEO or whatever of the International Justice Commission, um, and. What's that? I think we've done it on here, but go ahead. Have just we? in case. There might be new, new listeners. Oh, yeah. And uh, when he worked for the UN in the early 90s, he went and his job was to go count the dead bodies at during the Rwandan genocide. <clears throat> and he was there and he's uh, doing this job, basically gathering statistics after the genocide com- was completed. And this reporter asks him, like, hey, it's it's fairly well known that, that you are a believer in you're you're a Christian. How can you look at all this stuff and and not wonder like, where is God? And he he offers this great this great uh, picture. He says uh, it's not about where God is. It's about where are God's people. You know, like like it's not about. Uh, it's not that God was the one who was causing the suffering. He says it's God was here. God was suffering with these people. Mm-hmm. God was amidst these people. And it's the people who claim the name of Jesus who didn't show up, who didn't show up and take the bullets, you know, yeah. who didn't show up and and live out their call to care for the le- lost, the least, and the lowly. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like where the question is, where were God's people? And this is a, a great picture of Job with his friends. His three friends are really are really the satanic figures in the story, not the Satan, but his three friends who are kind of convincing Job that he was the problem, Mm -hmm. right? That Job must have done something wrong to deserve it. Uh, And that's not, and and how he should, he should be angry and pissed at God Mm -hmm. for all these things that took place. And the three friends are, are the satanic figures in the book. Well, I think, thing. I mean, in the scripture, it's, it is God kind of like saying like, okay, fine, you can do this. And so in mm-hmm. like some ways it can read as like God allows it, which yeah. but it's also I mean, a story. He, like, yeah. yes, yeah. but I can see why people then ask questions of like, yeah. why does God allow suffering? And it's like, well, because <laughs> he doesn't. 
Because if he didn't, he would take away our humanity. Yeah. We right? we have to and I mean when the fall happened, that kind of separated us in that respect yeah. as well. Like to we can't know all things yeah. and we can't we're not with God in that way anymore. Yeah. And now we do know and we do see all of the pain and suffering yeah. in the world. Because it was I'm sure was going to be there regardless, right? Because yeah. not that was just what was bound to happen, but we're now we're separated. Yeah. Yeah, and I always think of it like this is is evil like the problem of evil or the problem of suffering. I always look at it like this. Like if of course God can take it away. And so the argument always is is well then if God doesn't then he's not all uh, benevolent or whatever, right? Or merciful. Mm-hmm. Then he can't be. He can't be all loving. If God doesn't take suffering away, then he cannot be an all loving God. But if you go deeper in that idea, you realize that in order for God to take away all suffering, then God has to, one, erase our memories. Two, he has to erase our humanity. He has to erase everything that he created us to be. In other words, we cannot be people of free will. We cannot be people of decision. We just have, we become robots. We become his little minion robots. Mm -hmm. And so in order for us to and so for God, it's, so what's more benevolent or more loving for him to allow us to tear ourselves apart in order that we or have a greater understanding of his grace, mercy, and love, or for him to just take the things that make us, us away, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's a hard, it's like a rock and a hard place, but I think allowing us to be humans, mm-hmm. allowing us to ex- actually experience, because you cannot experience love if you do not know what hate is. That's the whole, it's the knowledge of good and evil. There's a reason why good is included in that tree analogy is because you cannot truly understand good if you do not expand, uh, experience evil. Mm-hmm. It's impossible, right? You don't understand what heat is if you don't understand heat. If you never touched heat, if you never experienced cold, Mm-hmm. You don't. You can't relate. It's there's no relation there. And so, in order to understand uh, the love and grace and mercy of God, we it is necessary for us to understand the darkness that's in this world as well. Right. So, you can't be scared of the dark if you're always in the light. Yeah. You know. So why do you think when people gathered to put together the Bible? This was included, especially knowing yeah. if it's it's so historical as far as like its age, yeah, to when it, the Bible was actually put together. Was it is it was it considered like a Beowulf or like something that like people yeah. have just been oh, reading sure. and have heard for generations? For and sure. so, um, and kind it, of like that crying out to God and suffering and, yeah. and not understanding God's power, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, this is this is a uh, part of the Ketavim. Right, I think, right, whatever it is. So the Bible, so the Bible, as we know, was put together in four different eras. Mm-hmm. So you have the Torah, which was the first era of Bible composition, which is Genesis through Deuteronomy. And then you have uh, the Nevi'im, which is the historical books. That's uh, your Joshua, Judges, Kings, Samuel, Ruth. Esther, and then you have the Nevit or the uh, the Ketavim, right? Yeah, 
Did I just say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you said Nevaim. Nevaim. Then you have the, the Ketavim. Yeah. So the, the K, the Ketavim, which are the writings. That's the prophetic books. Your Isaiah, your Psalms, your uh, Job, your Song of Solomon, your Ezekiel, your uh, anyhow. But, and so this was, Job was would have been kind of implemented, I, I think. Don't quote me on this. I, I might have it backwards. But the, uh, the Job was put into the Bible in the third stage of Bible comp Bible, not composition, but Bible comp comprises <laughs> when it comprises, when you comprise the Bible position composition. I don't think that's the word. No, we just made it one. We just made it one. <laughs> uh, the, but right. And so this would have been obviously a, a, a book and a tale that people would have understood. Mm-hmm. And this would have been included because the Bible was largely put together while the Jewish the Old Testament, at least, while they were in exile. Hmm. And so this would have been an un, something that they could re- read and relate to. God, why are you why are you doing this to us? Why can't mm-hmm. we go back to Jerusalem? Why, why are you did, allowing this stuff? Yeah, why did you take away my land? Mm-hmm. Why did you take away my flock? Why did you take away my house? Mm-hmm. Why did you allow my brother to be killed in the rebellion or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so this would have been a book that somebody could relate to and they could go to the end and they could be like, oh, yeah, where was I? Where yeah. was I when, when you created this whole, whole thing? Where was I where, when not only were there the Jewish people that you created, but there were also the Babylonians that you created mm-hmm. and that you love and that they are part of your story. They are part of the grand story yeah. kind of a thing. And so this would have been a book that, that brought perspective to the Jewish people, and I think should bring us. The problem is we think it's a true story. Like everything in in our, I feel like we're getting dumber yeah. as a society, especially when we read the Bible. Well, it's just regurgitating what you heard yeah. without being corrected. Later. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, one problem I've always had with trying to understand how to raise kids biblically mm-hmm. in, in the sense of that, because obviously you can't just dump like theology at mm-hmm. <laughs> someone mm-hmm. who doesn't understand it. So you take baby steps, but most people stop learning yeah. after like high school or whatever it would yeah. be that they're forced to go to church by their parents. Yeah. And then there's no bigger thought to it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I do like about uh, it kind of directly deals with the conversation of, you know, why do bad things happen to good people or whatever that pe- that's always thrown yeah. out there. It's like clearly your works and actions don't affect yeah. the what, treatment that you get from yeah. God. And what makes you good. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like who, well, yeah, who, I mean, who, yeah. well, you know, this is a big question. I think that we, why do bad things happen to good people? What, why do you think that you're good? Yeah. You know, but even like Joe being a quote unquote righteous man. Yeah. Clearly he's not a yeah. sinless man or yeah. whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like it's just, it flat out. And it's also the thought there. Yeah. And it's a great story. Honestly, uh, uh, like most things in the old Testament, it's pointing to Jesus. Right, and so if you look at the story of Job, even though it's forty-two chapters, and uh, if you look at the story of Job, it's the same exact thing that happened to Christ. Everything was stripped from him, mm. and he was nailed to a, Job. wasn't nailed to a cross. God Himself was nailed to a cross. You know, and so it's there. There, there are pictures and portraits that you have to be able to understand, especially in Old Testament. Old Testament stuff is really difficult, really difficult to understand. Uh, Hebrew is really, really, really hard to translate into English. Really hard. Um, 
there is wordplay. Hebrew is all oddly sexual in its in yeah, its verbiage. A lot of the words. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just so difficult. Uh, so whenever you read the Old Testament, you this is why when people are like what commentaries is like if you're going to do commentary study, don't don't worry about New Testament stuff because New Testament stuff is uh, Greek and Greek is relatively easily easy to translate, but if you're going to get commentary stuff, get Old Testament commentaries to help you read through it and mm. understand. Because those are people who are who've dedicated fifty years of their life to understanding Hebrew in the in the text. But Job is, uh, and I don't think honestly, I don't think Job was actually written. I don't think it was written in Hebrew. It might be a, a earlier um, Mesopotamian something language, but the. But yeah, I, I I do I do think I keep I'm gonna just stop touching it. I keep hitting it. <laughs> oh, I thought you just kept moving, no, no. like turning um, it. The but yeah, and so I think this is a story, and that's a great thing. Like, why do bad things happen to good people? The question I think we have to ask ourselves, and the question I've actually have asked people is like, well, why do you think? Why do you think you are good? Mm. Because you like bought a homeless guy a sandwich that's a good thing to do yeah does it make you inherently good a good mm-hmm. person well i think <laughs> right. too what's what's then is challenging is like in the end he ends up getting like blessed yeah. two times what yeah. so it's like you go through all of this and you start asking these questions but then it ends with you kind of expecting god to then yeah. bless you twofold like this ha- the story has an epilogue yeah <laughs> which is really interesting mm-hmm. and I, this is just funny and i want to read it because i was entertained and i don't remember the last time i read job to be honest but it says yeah. that um the lord blessed the latter part of job's life more than the former he had fourteen thousand sheep yeah six thousand camels a thousand yoke of oxen yeah. and a thousand donkeys but wait then it says he has seven sons and three daughters um and so it who's says, he getting on with? Wait, it says nowhere in all the land where they're found women as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father mm. granted them an inheritance along with their brothers. Very progressive. It is, yeah. And it says he lived to 140 years. Yeah. So numbers, <laughs> that's another thing. We should do a whole Bible breakdown of numbers at some point. Like not the book of numbers, but numbers within like, the Bible? Yeah, like why like importance of numbers? The, yeah. That'd be interesting. Because I one of the, I guess we could do a maybe next time. But I do want to talk about the Torah because you can't talk about Genesis without talking about all five books. But the uh, numbers, how how we understand numbers today weren't be didn't begin to like four hundred A.D. Mm. Um, so like digits. Um, before that, it was just letters. Mm. So like if you look at like a Roman temple from in rome right they'll have the date up there and all the dates are what letters right it's they're not digits and so um so a lot of the numbers actually mean both a count and something else so it's actually a fascinating uh we, we maybe at some point we talk about numbers in the old testament and in the new testament like we talked about revelation before and how that how 666 kind of mm-hmm. is a part of that but the because there weren't there wasn't a six Right. Right. It was uh whatever. It was a uh a, a, a V and a one. Yeah. V one, V one, V one. But you also can't put those together because then that they would have had anyhow, regardless. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It does not yeah. work that way. Yeah. 
Yeah. There were no commas. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, English grammar wasn't around yet. But yeah, so it is a, Job is a fascinating book. And I think it does question, I think it does bring out questions in us is what makes us good? Why do we think we deserve good things? And it also allows us to have the pers- uh, a, a proper perspective of the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. And who God is and we should not think because we follow the rules or because we claim to follow God that we will not suffer. Mm-hmm. That's a like the worst thing I think a Christian could ever think is that being a Christian makes your life better or easier. Like it's stupid. We all know that. That's really dumb. That's I a, mean, that's prosperity, right? That's prosperity. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that a couple months ago. Like but. just the expectation that because you believe life yeah. will be easy or fact, will be harder. short of you know like free from suffering yeah. and it's just not it's just not the case yeah oftentimes it, it, your life gets harder yeah the more moral you become mm-hmm. because Christ, it, christianity is not moralism or moralistic but it does result in morality yeah right um and the more and more you live a moral life the harder your life gets yeah the harder yeah. the decisions become you know, mm-hmm. so Job, read it. Forty-two read it. chapters. It's not that. It's actually fascinating. If you don't, don't worry, do it, there's a Bible the, project video. There's a Bible project video. Very interesting art in that one. Like it's uh more yeah, like colorful and yeah. like they have different. They just have different styles throughout. But. This is a little bit like it's it's poetic. And it's also a little bit of wisdom literature in there. There's um. Is there like the Liberty Bell like so, rolling? So like what happened? You must have dropped a, a, beam. a piece of, I'm sure they what? couldn't hear it. On no, here, that's fine. Um, but yeah, it is a little bit of wisdom literature. Some, it's a lot, it's, it's poetic. It's epic poetry. It's yeah. It's I also not, think it's interesting. It doesn't rhyme. Go but, back. Cause I, again, was always taught like things are literal in the Bible, everything. It's interesting to go back and read things intentionally from a story process. Yeah. Like well, if you, when you, if think you thought Job was real the whole time throughout mm. your life, read it in a story thought mindset. Well, and he could have been a real guy, but that doesn't mean that the yeah, story is other real, parts. right? Yeah. Like, th- but it, it brings in other questions. I feel like it brings in so many other questions if you think it's a literal mm. writing. Yeah. And I it think, does, yeah. and I think that like, those can be God damaging. Talking to each other, they're just hanging. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, let me pick on this dude. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, like Satan's over there, like, hey, I brought weed. God's like, very I'll much. Like, I'll just take a cigar. Thank like, you. Today, everything's a simulation. <laughs> cigar. Yeah. Um, no, but like, it, it just. I guess there's a whole. There's a lot more allowance to what you can read into it when you view it as a story rather than literal, because you get hung up on. Well, why did that happen? Well, who, yeah. who's this? And what, what? Well, if you if you acknowledge that it's poetic, then things that happen in in what was the writing like hyperbole yeah. um like parallels that happen all of the mm-hmm. the things that we add when we write stories become the intentionality of the text becomes more apparent yeah. when you read it poetically yeah. Yeah. like okay they're saying at the beginning that he had 7000 sheep and so then at the end when he's been blessed twofold they're giving yeah. us a number of saying now he has 15 whether or not that's real but like they just yeah. need the the example and kind of like the um, I don't know, like Noah, like the yeah. how many sh- animals fit on this, but like you need yeah. that. And the fact is, the... son raped him. <laughs> what? We never talk about that, Noah. What? That his son raped him in the tent at the end. 
What? For next time. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is that going to be another next Bible breakdown? Yeah. yeah. No drunken, naked, and yeah, getting got raped, raped by his yeah. son. I what? Okay. Jen, you got to read. I didn't Bible. know this. Read your Bible, Marshall. <laughs> uh, anyway, Noah got drunk and his son raped him. It's great for the kids. That's in there. <laughs> yeah. How do I not know that? Uh, because you're Catholic. <laughs> I'm not anymore. I'm reformed. <laughs> I've reconstructed. Uh, I'm going to write that down. Noah's rape. I have yeah. questions. Yeah. Raping Noah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sure write a book. Our... I'm going to write a book called Raping no, Noah. No, you're not. <laughs> not until you don't work for our church. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, okay. Right, well, well that, on that I'm, note. It's about time. <laughs> um, yeah, read Job. Read Job. And don't read it literally. Yeah. And if you, well, or if you have in the past, try to remove, like <clears throat> separate yourself from that. Thought process. Put yourself back in English class. I said it. For you. you. Or Hebrew and class. Think it through. Or Hebrew For class. For you Jews. Yeah. <laughs> and think it through in a story base. Uh, I think that is cool. Um, anyway, uh, again, fifth week. Thanks for listening. It's a shorter one this week, but uh, as per usual, find us on the webs, uh, christianafpodcast.com. <laughs> Evan just goes away <laughs> to use the bathroom. I'm doing this at this point. Uh Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Christian AF Podcast. Uh, Twitter's at Christian AF Pod, I think, because of the limitations on length of name. <laughs> so um, that's that. So uh, feel free to rate us. Uh, rate us everywhere you can rate us. Please, only five stars. If you don't, uh, if you don't like us, just stop listening. <laughs> that'll do. That's you know, fine. that'll work. That's fine. Um, but uh, oh, in that, did you say buy us a drink on the website? You can buy us a drink on our website. Yeah, where? Like a five hundred dollar bottle of wine. If you, <laughs> if you we'll go to christianafpodcast dot com and then you click, what does that say? I can't read it from you. Buy here. us a drink. Buy us a drink on the menu. On the menu, you can buy us a drink. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, so anyway, as per usual, question your pastor, question your church, question your faith, and question your uh, Bible knowledge. Bible question source your job or your job your job <laughs> <laughs> anyway keep asking questions it's okay uh, in the meantime I'm Jesse I'm Evan <laughs> salad I'm Jen <laughs> <laughs> that was Christian yeah. Thank you.